Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Facts or Facts podcast. Today is July 18th, and today we do the next part, part four. Part four in our dynamic duos in the NBA. And today I get to talk about my favorite player in the NBA, possibly one of my favorite players ever. I get to talk about Kawhi Leonard, and I could go on and on about this dude. And I'm not going to go on and on. I'm going to try and keep it to about 10 or 11 minutes because that's where we like to keep these things, maybe a little bit longer today, but... Uh, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Here's the deal. I talked about it right after the Kawhi trade that this Clippers team is going to be is going to have the best three defensive guards on the team, the same team in the league. You have Patrick Beverly at the point. You have Kawhi Leonard at the two. Possibly you could put him at the three, and Paul George wherever you want to put him, two or three. But if you put those three guys on the court at the same time, opposing offenses are going to have a really tough time on the perimeter trying to score. Patrick Beverly was trying to guard Kevin Durant, who has like a foot in height over Patrick Beverly, and while Patrick Beverly was doing nothing but just trying to aggravate him the whole time I mean he was guarding the best offensive player in the NBA who had almost a foot on him and he was doing a pretty darn good job guarding him now people will say well he still scored on him and all yes of course but you're not going to stop Kevin Durant it's like nobody ever stopped Kobe Kobe just had off night shooting sometimes and sometimes he had to really work for it and that's what Patrick Beverly did he made Durant work for it I mean, now you put a guy who can guard Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard or Paul George or Patrick Beverly on the same team. Name a team, even if Klay Thompson is healthy, name a team that's going to give them problems offensively on the guard position. This is the best, in my opinion, this is the best duo in the NBA. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, in my opinion, are both top six players. I have no particular order on this when Kevin Durant is healthy. If he comes back and he's 100%, well, let's do it this way. Before his injury, let's assume everybody's healthy before the injuries. Kevin Durant's a top five player. Kawhi Leonard's a top five player. Anthony Davis went healthy. I mean, for some reason, people don't think Anthony Davis is very good. Or they think he's really good, but they think everybody's better. And I'm like, have you actually watched him play? Even in the playoffs, have you watched him play? And they're like, well, he's only played in two playoff series. Sure. Well, he's been on one of the worst teams in the NBA. So don't tell me like, well, he's only gotten to the... Kobe didn't make the playoffs a couple of years when he had those 05, 06 teams or 06, 07 teams. Those teams were god-awful. You can't name players on those teams. Lamar and Kobe. So don't tell me that Anthony Davis didn't make the play. Anthony Davis is a top five player. I don't care what anybody says. In my book, he's, he's second in the league behind Kawhi Leonard. Now, if everybody was healthy, I would put maybe Kevin Durant at the very top. But Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis are my top three guys. After that, I'd pick Giannis, although Giannis got a little bit exposed in the playoffs. But then again, they built a wall around him. So, you know, that hurt him a little bit. I would put Giannis up there. I would put at the five position. I mean, you, I think you have to put LeBron James. And then right after that, I put Paul George. And everybody's going to kill me for not putting James Harden or Steph Curry up there. They are one-dimensionally offensive players. Paul George can affect the game on both ends. Is he as good offensively as James Harden or Steph Curry? No. But are they anywhere in the same stratosphere defensively as Paul George? Not even in the same universe as him defensively. He can guard three or four different positions, and he's good at it. 
He can lock you up on the perimeter. And I don't understand when this went out the window. I mean, I talked about this the other day with LeBron being compared to MJ. MJ played defense every single time he stepped. The only time he didn't play defense is when he was with the Wizards. And even then, he tried to play defense. He was just 40 years old at that point. LeBron's been taking years off in the regular season defensively. I actually look at defense when I look at basketball. Defense wins a lot of championships. The Raptors were able to lock down the Warriors for a lot of that championship. You know? I mean, shoot, the people who got MVPs in the finals were the people guarding LeBron James when they when they ended up winning. Kawhi won it. Andre Iguodala won it. These are guys who were guarding LeBron James. I mean, Kevin Durant won it a couple times, but that's just because he was so dominant both sides of the floor. So I hate that we stop looking at defense. I think it's because we're in the new age where people actually don't know the game of basketball very well. They just look at the offensive numbers and forget that there's two sides of the floor or that you have to be good on both sides of the floor because you're so good offensively. It doesn't work the reverse either. You know, like Tony Allen was so bad offensively, but he was the best guard defensively in the league at the time. And he always had to guard like guys like LeBron or Kobe or Tracy McGrady, all those kind of guys. He always were on those guys, but he didn't get any recognition because he sucked offensively, but he was by far the best defensive player. And I think that's what happens with Paul George. He gets overlooked at how good he is because they don't pay attention to how good he is defensively. And that's a shame because they're, when you have a guy that can affect the game on both sides of the floor like Kawhi Leonard or Paul George, that's a huge benefit for you moving forward. So to me, this is the best duo in the NBA. And here's why. Because you're going to have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. And while I do not think Kawhi will play all 80 games, I think he'll play in the ballpark of 65 to 70, somewhere in that ballpark. And I think, I think that Paul George, who's had some injury issues in the past, uh, we'll probably play around 70 to maybe 73 or 74 games, somewhere in there. So I think they're going to have some nights off, obviously. But they're both competitors, and let's be honest, when it gets to the playoffs, it doesn't matter where the Clippers are seated. They're going to be the favorites in that series, whoever they play. I like the, I like the Lakers as a fan. I also like their team. I think LeBron in the playoffs with Anthony Davis, if they're both healthy with that squad, could be very dangerous. But I think Clippers, I mean, you just look at their, their team, man. They have the sixth man of the year. Lou Williams is going to be a threat in the playoffs. He can come in and be instant offense for you. Patrick Beverly, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George are going to be so good defensively. And here's the thing with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Tell me what their weakness is. So, like, on here, I was going to start going through the dynamic duos and start talking about their strengths and weaknesses. Tell me what their weaknesses are. Kawhi Leonard has been in the top four. 10 three-point shooting percentage the last three seasons he's been healthy okay he's been healthy he took that one year where he played like eight games for san antonio but when he's been healthy he's been top 10 percentage wise the last three years he's been healthy okay i don't really pay attention to like the first four years he was in the league because we're talking about who are the best players now right how good are you now not how good are you in five years not how good are you 10 years ago which people do with lebron a lot and yes lebron had a good year offensively last year but again he doesn't play any defense. He's a detriment to their team defensively. So tell me what Paul George and Kawhi Leonard do, do that is 
not very good. Where is their weakness? Paul George can shoot the three. Paul George can take you off the bounce offensively. Paul George has a mid-range game. Paul George, maybe his weakness is he can't play in the post very well. Kawhi Leonard offensively is a very good three-point shooter. He plays the... He plays the mid-range game very well. Inside, he has a good post game because he's super strong. Defensively, they're both good at guarding the one through four positions. Where's the weakness? If I were to do a breakdown of the dynamic duos, I could name a weakness with every single one of them except for that dynamic duo. It's the only reason I put them at the top. There's no weaknesses in their games. The weaknesses, I would say, are the ball handling. So their ball handling is a little weak. Neither of them are a point guard. All right, sure. But in the half court, when the game slows down, you don't have to be Steph Curry or Kyrie Irving out there with the ball. You just have to be able to maintain your dribble. Which, yes, sometimes Kawhi gets a little sloppy with it or Paul George gets a little sloppy with it. Maybe their weakness is is they don't play off the ball as well. They don't run off a lot of screens, things like that. And I honestly, I put that more on the coach than I do on them. Because I think the coach's job is to design plays so that they can get the motion of the offense going. I think this is going to be a a fantastically fun time to watch the Clippers. More fun than when it was Lob City, in my mind. More fun. You want to know why? Because they're a better team than they were with Lob City. Lob City was fun. It was entertaining. It's like Zion with with, uh, the new rookie and then Lonzo Ball in New Orleans this year. They're going to be fun to watch, but I don't think they're going to be great. I think they'll be fun. But the West is so freaking deep this year. I mean, you literally have seven teams that are going to be automatic slots for the playoffs this year. I don't know if that's ever happened before where you literally were just like, here's your one through seven teams. Slot them however you want because of people taking time off and things like that, right? But you're going to have your one through sevens to that. And I think the Clippers, whether they fall, I don't think they'll fall anywhere anywhere past four just because defensively with Doc Rivers, he's going to get them to lock in. Every single time they step on the floor, Kawhi is a super competitive person. Paul George wants to win really bad, and now he's got a guy who's probably the best player in the league right now because Kevin Durant's hurt. They're going to be a lot of fun to watch, so pay attention to the Clippers. Not that anybody's not going to pay attention to the Clippers. I mean, you'd be a fool not to pay attention to how good they're going to be. But, I mean, your your playoff teams, they're going to be up there, and they will be absolutely be the favorites. I would put them as the favorites over everybody when it comes to playoffs. Regular season, sure, maybe the Rockets finish first or Denver finish first or whoever. But the Lakers aren't going to have LeBron or Anthony Davis for all 82. You're not going to have the Clippers with their full roster for all 82. And those games are going to cause them to not be one of the top one or two seeds. But in the playoffs, I would put the Lakers over everybody except for the Clippers. And I don't see a team that's going to beat the Clippers in the playoffs, at least in the West. And in the East, let's be honest, I don't see the Milwaukee Bucks beating them either. Because you can literally switch Kawhi Leonard and Paul George onto Giannis at any time in the game. Especially if Giannis still can't hit a jumper consistently. So it's going to be fascinating. I am thoroughly looking forward to watching this team play. I think this dynamic duo is fantastic. I could talk about Kawhi Leonard on and on and on just because he's my favorite player. But I'm still blown away by the fact that you got Paul George with Kawhi Leonard. I mean, that 2-3 combination or 3-4, however you want to slot them into your roster, is going to be so good defensively. Man, I'm, I'm excited to watch them and see how good they're going to be. So I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, we have a few more to go through.
And I think the Clippers are going to be fantastic. Obviously, I've been talking about that a lot. But hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. This has been the Facts are Facts, and I will catch you guys next time.